Hey, what's up, guys? You're back here with myself, your host, Avery, with the Alt Reality Podcast. We're also here today with your co-host, Anthony. Say hello. Yo. Okay, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, today we're not here with Mitch. Um, he's at a Christmas party right now, uh, getting festive for the holiday uh, time of year. Um, I did some, as if you guys are watching this on YouTube, it's a little bit different. I am now, you guys will be able to see me, um, and there will be better cuts and transitions towards some of the videos and we'll be like drag and dropping in OBS. So, uh, hopefully I can make it a little more smoother. I got Mitch's old mic arm here, which is pretty dope. Um, instead of my mic just sitting on my desk. But anyways, let's get into um, let's get into the podcast. So, what was your highlight of the week, Anth? What were you up to? Uh, no highlights for me, to be honest. No I highlights. Why have yep. you been playing this week, games wise? A lot of uh, Rising Storm Two, uh, Vietnam. So not much changes for you, eh? Nope, uh, not at all. Rising Storm TV and Nom, and yeah, I don't think anything different. Nice. Uh, myself this week, work-wise, same old, same old. This week's been a lot colder. Uh, we live in Ontario, Canada, um, so it's getting a little chillier. More snow's coming down, ice. Um... But games-wise, of course, I've been playing through Boneworks, trying to unlock the sandbox mode. Um, coming out with some more videos for you guys, but I also posted one of my classics. Um, I was able to record some Pavlov. Uh, I got a video out for that this week, and I have about two hours of footage I need to sift through for Boneworks. I haven't quite beat the game yet. I know a lot of people play through, and they've beaten it multiple times already. I like to really like enjoy a game. Um, also being a content creator i tend to play through a game very thoroughly to get the um to get the most out of it and to get the most jokes out of it and to see where i can set up some like jokes because i do a funny moments uh type content but yeah i played through through some bone works and i was able to record some pavlov which was really nice uh beyond that i don't think we've played much of anything else mitch and i've been playing a little bit of game beasts um it's just kind of like uh it's like a 20 dollar game that's you're these like little ragdoll characters fighting against other people so that's all i've been up to really this week i'm looking forward to the holidays how about you Anth? uh yeah i guess looking forward to the holidays i really don't care to be honest <laughs> really don't care I swear yeah. to God, people are going to think that you're just, like, sad. Last podcast, it was just, like, you're, like, I'm, like, I was saying, no, you're, like, it's I'm, the same I'm old. Tired. I'm really tired. Yeah, we are recording this podcast at 1 a.m. <laughs> um, yep. I'm a little wired off of, uh, well, actually, I had a nap because I was putting Kai to bed, my son. Um, <laughs> and I got to get an hour and a half to two hours of sleep and now i'm up this is my second tea that i've had so i'm kind of wide awake right now um we'll get into some of the the news of uh the podcast so this week was actually pretty exciting so one of my 
uh, one of my most kind of like highlighted things this week, I would have to say, is big screen cinema has announced that they're partnering partnering with uh, Paramount Pictures. So they're partnering with Paramount Pictures to um, essentially um, to essentially release movies every Friday. So every Friday, I think uh, they're going to be releasing movies every 30 minutes live. So it's like things like Star Trek, 2009, Indiana Jones, Raiders, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Ghost in the Shell. Um, so they have a bit of a schedule up right now for what they're going to be releasing. Uh, it's really cool because you actually go into a virtual theater, Anthony. So you, you you pay money. Oh, you go into this theater. You can get like virtual popcorn. You can throw at the screen and stuff. And like you can either choose to just go in with friends or you can go in with just other random um, other random people that are wanting to see a movie. You actually like wait in line and wait for the movie doors to open to go in because it's like every, I guess, 30 minutes a new movie will premiere and play. So like they're they're putting things like Interstellar in, um, uh, Transformers, World War Z, uh, Minority Reports, Terminator, like some pretty good movies like Top Gun, Cloverfield, Star Trek Beyond, um, and and much more. So uh, for I believe each ticket is three ninety nine or four ninety nine it's priced between four and five dollars so it can be purchased these tickets can be purchased on their website and you essentially go in and watch a movie uh through virtual reality um a lot of people are are almost like skeptical being like why would i do this on big screen i can go and load up a movie on my computer and watch it for free i think to be able to go in live to watch a movie with other people to get the experience of going into a virtual theater and like waiting in line and talking with people that's that's why people do it it's more of the social aspect of going to watch a movie in vr and i i for one really want to try it i think I, i'm definitely going to try this out and i really hope this uh takes off and other movie studios uh and not just paramount pictures picks up on this and um, adds almost to the collection of movies that get debuted and I would love it for one day for like a movie let's say it's a movie Anthony that's like you kind of want to see in theaters but at the same time you'd be willing to wait until it comes out at home um, for the this price between four and five dollars like why the hell not I would pay to see a movie like that and go see it in VR yeah yeah what's your take on it what do you think of it it's definitely uh... interesting it's definitely interesting to be honest. I, if I had a VR system, I'd probably utilize it if it was a movie that I would uh, that I haven't seen or. Well, Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like I know that's I like. Probably, to be honest, I would just probably just watch that on my television. I guess that's true. But it, the only way I would use that is if they if you were seeing a new release of a movie, and let's say for example you don't have anybody to go out and see that movie with because they're not interested in it and you'd be the only one interested in seeing the movie well i'd probably utilize it by watching it from home on a vr set but it would have to be like what's in theaters it wouldn't be just 
movies that have already been then I can just from the comfort of my home without having to wear a VR set watch that movie from my TV what about something yeah. like the the Oculus Go though? Because it's such a light headset that is wireless, and you could go lie down in your bed and have the feeling of sitting down in a theater. Though, to be honest, no, not for me. No. See, no. I I have a different take on it. I had the experience of uh, with my VR headset. I would go into big screen and put on. Um, I watched the whole. Uh, what is the show called? Uh, the Boys on Amazon Prime. I watched the whole thing in VR and I would lie down and set up and create a screen above me that was massive and I, I, that was such a great experience and the only thing about it is I have the Oculus Rift CV1 so it's a little uncomfortable after a while um, but with one of the newer headsets that are uh, like way more comfortable and especially with something like the Go or the Quest that's much um, that's much uh, that's wireless that would be so worth it for me. But yeah, it's a it's a it's a really cool feature. I think it's the it's a nice step towards what what people want to see with VR. Um, I know this is something I wanted to see in VR to happen, and I'm very I'm very happy to see it happening now. So yeah, no, I think it's I think it's pretty exciting, um, and I I really I really like the feature. I think it's pretty sick to be completely honest um moving on to uh moving on to our next segment uh we'll talk about um we'll talk about uh, what is the company haptx haptx is known for making like haptic vests i believe i could be wrong (laughs) um uh, they're financing a project to produce the next generation of haptic gloves. So, so I have a, a, a picture of it right here. So these haptic gloves look, I, I'm not sure if these are the gloves they're, they're planning on using, but they look pretty bulky. Um, but I, for one would love to see haptic gloves come in play. So from the looks of it, it's, a. Uh, Hapex, uh, a producer of haptic VR gloves, today announced they secured $12 million in its uh, series of a financial round. Um, they signed a partnership with Advanced Input Systems, which uh, the companies will include a share product development, manufacturing, go-to-market calibrations. Um, it brings total funding to $19 million, which is kind of a, a exciting because... From the looks at, uh, from the looks of it, they want to produce gloves that will not only like like vibrate. You know how like controllers vibrate to get like your haptic feedback. Um, it almost looks like it has like hydraulics where, let's say you're holding a ball, Anthony, it stops mm-hmm. your fingers from closing. So it's That's almost pretty- it's almost like hydraulics to stop it to to make it feel like you're holding a ball. So I think that that's pretty interesting because, um, um, because I, I've always thought the next generation of VR. Uh, you see, I saw Oculus Quest come out with um, what was it, finger uh, finger tracking. So you get Oculus where there's like hand tracking. You don't need any uh, any controllers. People are like, this is VR. You just throw on a headset and it's tracking your hands. It's like, 
Well, yeah, that's cool, but the tracking's really difficult. And on top of that, you don't get any feedback. Let's say you're playing a shooting game. You'll never be able to play shooters like that with finger tracking like that because one there's no feedback you're literally hovering hovering your hands in the air like even with like vr controllers as it is like when you shoot i like the vibration knowing that a shot went off or like when you're reloading like certain vibrations and like feelings um whereas now i think with uh, these these gloves it's kind of a, a nice next step towards what uh the vr community wants to see um, they look a little bit clunky right now. I'm sure the design would get um, almost like redefined and and a little more user friendly, I guess is the word I'm looking for. A little more consumer based. Um, just that the just because like something like that, those big thick gloves, uh, it's gonna be hard to sell to the person, but I think it would be really cool for the idea. Let's say you're grabbing a pole or something in the game and your hand literally stops moving because it's it's wrapped around that pole and those like, high, it, it's almost like a, from the looks of it, like compressed air or like a certain hydraulic system stops your fingers from um, closing and moving a certain way. So that's kind of that's cool. Uh, hopefully, uh, there's no Iron Man incident. Like I can't remember if it was Iron Man two where they were like, we're trying to recreate your suit. And it was a video of the military government in their own made Iron Man suit. And the guy goes to turn around and his body goes all the way around and snaps. Hopefully it's not this case where you're using the VR clubs and you go to like open your hand and the hydraulic snaps your fingers backwards. So uh, that will happen. Did he say that will happen? Yes. Could you fucking imagine? me no but uh yeah so that that was pretty uh that was pretty interesting that that i got to see um uh that i saw um because haptic gloves like you see movies like ready player one and you're like oh we're so ready for (laughs) something like this i think it'd be cool um moving on uh, kind of like the last little bit of news for v- uh, VR this week that I found was kind of important was uh, the HoloLens creator, um, what was what's his name? Alex Kitman tried Valve's upcoming VR title Half-Life Alex. So apparently there's like a working demo already out, which is uh, which is pretty exciting. I would love to see. Um, I would love to see an early demo come out. I doubt that will happen, though. Um, but, yeah, he got to try uh, Half-Life Alex, which is um, pretty exciting. Um, I also know a VR channel called Tested, I believe. Uh, Adam Savage. Yeah, Adam Savage is Tested. He got to try it. Um, I have his video up right now. Um, him in, like co-founder of the channel got to test uh, half-life alex which is really cool because they were able to get some more footage so originally when the trailer came out it was like limited people wanted more right away hence why people were bummed out that um uh, valve didn't debut at the at the games award but um with valve letting channels like this test half-life alex we got to kind of see a few more snippets of gameplay how it worked and kind of get first impressions and everyone's first impressions have seemed pretty good uh alex kitman the creator of hololens for uh, microsoft 
uh, he quotes, he had a great, uh, he had the great privilege to play Half-Life Alex at uh, Valve yesterday. Most inspiring immersive VR game he has ever experienced and have uh, played. So he shared that on Twitter, which is really exciting. Someone that's like, that's really in the AR field. It's not really quite VR, but he's in the, the augmented reality field. Um, having this much of an impression when it comes to virtual reality and getting his hands on. And even I know with uh, the people uh, tested, uh, Adam Savage's tested channel, uh, their reviews, I watched the video, they seemed to love it. They said the, the graphics alone were amazing. The gameplay were amazing. Of course, it's still in some earlier stages and it's not a complete product, but it's enough where they got to play through it for two hours, I believe. Um, one per, I think it was an hour, actually an hour and the other person got to play for two and they really enjoyed it. And from what I can see, it's really cool. The only, the only thing I'm kind of still annoyed by is the fact that it's like the game bone works. You have like arms, like full arms in the game. Whereas, um, half-life you have floating hands. It kind of breaks their immersion for me. I'm not a huge fan of the floating hands, but um, I'm glad to see already some bigger creators and developers are really enjoying the game and uh, they're really getting a lot from it. And I'm glad Valve is kind of opening their doors and letting the, uh, letting some creators really push some marketing for it and get a, get their hands on and not just releasing the game hoping people like it, but testing the waters and seeing if the game's going to perform well and have a good reaction to the community. So I, I was happy to see that. Um, and last but not least, <laughs> this is kind of uh, that's that's kind of like the last like point for, um, for uh, kind of like VR news I have. Right now, I, I wanted to bring up um, the Steam Winter Sale for VR. There's a lot going on. Um, with sales when it comes to VR. So if you guys are looking to get yourself a good deal and you guys, let's say you bought a headset um, for Half-Life Alex, you pre-ordered the, the index and you're looking for some content, you're a little new to VR, but you're not sure what to buy. Uh, this is definitely the time you you wanna buy some games because there's a lot on sale right now. Cutting over to the, the Steam page here, we have games like Elder Scrolls Skyrim VR, great title has great reviews uh, a classic arizona sunshine that's 66 percent off um also a great title super hot vr budget cuts the vr essentials pack like you're getting deals where it's like 66 percent off 75 percent off 60 percent off like you, you can't really go wrong boneworks is not on sale but that's not really uncommon like the game just came out so uh, I'm not too surprised by that, but like pick up some heavy hitting titles like Pavlov VR, definitely one of my favorite games I've played. Um, it's you can, there's a great community of players in that game uh, and modders, people making um, people making custom maps. So you're you're getting some pretty intense deals with 40% off, 70% off. Like it really ranges. So if you're looking to pick up a a good VR game and to test the waters a little bit, I would recommend getting it now or you know, you could always hold out for Boxing Day and kind of hope, but I'm pretty sure the winter sale goes on until like January 1st or 2nd, so I think it kind of includes Boxing Day if I'm not correct, but um, 
yeah so definitely the the time to pick up a game uh one game or i would have to say maybe it's more of an experience that i stumbled across was something that anthony actually will know about so it's uh it's um a virtual reality uh rick and morty fan-made rick's toilet in vr so there's a clip here it's only about like 30 seconds long but we'll cut to that um in one of the newer episodes of rick and morty rick has uh, a place where he goes to the washroom and takes a mean shit (laughs) someone remade this experience in vr where you're sitting on the toilet and you are rick so um yeah uh it's an indie developer at soulcom studio who is who created this you won't find uh rick's toilet on the oculus store um though on an unofficial sideload repository called sidequest so you can go on oculus uh you can go on sidequest and you'll be able to find the game on there it's uh rick's secret toilet in vr (laughs) So uh, if you guys are looking to experience that and possibly have uh, Rick hunt you down for shitting on his toilet, uh, take the risk. Do you remember that episode, Anth? I do, I do. Do you do. So um, now that that's kind of all I had for VR this week. We can kind of move on to uh, your points if you want. Sure, they're going to be very brief. Very, very brief. That's okay. So, the weekly drop on the big three, PC. All I really have to say is, uh, remember, this is all stuff I really care about. I don't care what you guys think. But, so rude (laughs) to the viewers, but okay. uh, Warcraft 3 Reforged. It finally has a release date after just sort of silence for the longest time from Blizzard. Uh, it is being released January 28th, 2020. It's going to be unlocking at 3pm. What yes. is Warcraft? I'm not going to humor that with an answer. Wait, really? Yes, I'm not going to humor that with an answer. Oh. I'm actually quite salty. You just stated that, so I'm going to just leave. leave. Leave that alone. You don't have, oh, yeah. World of Warcraft? No, no, there, there's... I don't know, what is it? All I know is World of Warcraft from Blizzard, but I don't know what Warcraft is. Warcraft is a game that Blizzard released before World of Warcraft was ever released. It, it's a, Warcraft it's a Reforged? Yes, so it's a, re, it's a remake of the original Warcraft game mm. warcraft game series so there was like uh warcraft ice crown and yeah there's it's it's just a really good series it's very story based it's it, if you're a fan of blizzard games in world of warcraft's universe or craft universe then and books etc it goes into the detail of the story how everything has come to light in the world of Warcraft MMO. Yeah. And just the books itself. And so, yeah. So it follows Arthas and there's a lot of, you know, how Thrall came to be Thrall and 
Okay, uh, so more. yeah, pre-orders are now open for $30 of the game or 40 for the Spoils of War edition. There you go. Uh, quick little blurps in regards to console gaming. Uh, comic book publisher Valiant Entertainment, that Bloodshot movie that's going to be coming out, mm-hmm. uh, they're thinking about coming out with a game. That's all I got for that. Okay. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? I didn't think I really had much in regards to console stuff. Not a whole lot being said. Just the X is a big thing. Uh, Ubisoft recently just canceled a project. Um, they've been working on it for the past three years, and they it's an unannounced project. So basically, they just canceled something that was never announced so we will never know what it is <laughs> that's that's so, that's kind of funny and, <laughs> ubisoft yeah. we just canceled something that you guys didn't even well, really know yeah. <laughs> so it, i guess it came from a tweet of one of their one of their workers that or somebody found out that the project was canceled and 200 people were working on it and it just got canceled like they don't know it what it just was. got canceled but uh, luckily, there has been no layoffs because of it. I guess there's 15 other projects Ubisoft is working on. So maybe so, they bit off more they could chew, than they could chew, and they just decide to scale back. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, probably that's just the way it is. So. Well, it's probably the best way to go. You don't want to spread yourself too thin and have your teams working on things that they can't really handle, and just if it means holding off on a project and working on other ones that are already ongoing, why the fuck not? Possibly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what? 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 What else? Uh, there's some uh pretty good budget monitors on sale right now. Uh, just search it up. And that's you what I need. Mean. Uh, pretty good. Acer Nitro. Like, if you're looking for 27 inch uh monitors that are have free sync capabilities or even some G sync, but I think the G syncs are usually more expensive. I haven't looked too much into detail. But uh, there's some pretty good budget monitors on it, and uh, take a look at IGN's website. They actually have some uh, good lists to take a look at those deals and links uh, to Amazon through it. Um, and there is some good holiday deals in regards to consoles uh, like the Switch. Mm-hmm. Pretty much it in regards to that uh, tech. Uh, and uh, my note for today. Uh, for the day, because Star Wars has been big in the news, as per usual, because of the new movie being released, etc. Uh, I just, I just wanna, I wanna take people back to something that has made me salty for the longest time, and maybe why I'm in the mood that I am right now. Uh, Lucas Arts and uh, their failure as a company, in my regard, towards the end of their, you know, selling uh, the licensing to. Uh, Disney, dude, I would sell oh, to that Disney. New, in that, a new game, that new, yeah, okay, listen, yeah, listen. There, there's, there's something a little bit more to. They should have no. Anyways, regardless, I want, I want to bring up something that hyped me up quite a bit, and uh, for the past seven years is still hot. Day, uh, Star Wars thirteen thirteen. I'm sure people have heard this term. You know, thirteen thirteen, bounty hunting game. You're going to be young Boba Fett. You're going to be on the 1313 level in Coruscant. 
And uh, they announced it back at E3 2012, hyped it up. It still just pisses me off that they did that and they canceled it. Like, it was shut down when Disney took over and laid off the team. It just, it, I, yeah, I'm, I'm just pretty salty about that. I wanted to bring that up. There's other games that have been canceled. Well, I guess especially with the new Mandalorian up. series coming out. Yeah, like... so it could have... I hope they do something mm-hmm. like in that style. I you know what? I heard that the new Star Wars game that has come out... Uh, what is it called again? Fuck. Fallen something? Fallen Order? Jedi Fallen Order? Oh my god, I'm like going to get fucking yelled at yeah, for this. I know. I, well, I want to buy it, but I just... Star Wars Fallen Order. Fall in order. There we go. Yeah. So it, it looks good, but it also, in my mind, just seems very Disney. I don't know why. Anything Star Wars now, I look at it and I, I go, Disney. Okay, cool. Like, I just want good old classic LucasArts, like, Disney games. I mean, not Disney games, Star Wars games. And when I saw 1313, I'm like, wow, that that's going to look good. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just when you get your hopes stripped away. I know it's been seven years, but they got to do something in that regard. They got to change up the game space. They can't just be doing this whole EA. I I don't think I don't, I don't think Fallen like, Order looks that bad though. I don't even look. No, at no, it no. Like... I've heard it's good. I've heard it's good. I just heard there's a lot of bugs, and I'm not saying it looks bad. I just I just want. You just mean like maybe the movies are a little like Disney like, like just like movies ri- are written to be okay. Ever since Star Wars Battlefront. And like what EA did to Star Wars Battlefront when it came out, mm-hmm. it's sort of like went to shit. You know, like it was sort of like, yeah, it's just sort of pissed me off the way they, 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 they. There's so much to the Star Wars universe, so much, and you and 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 it doesn't have to always be bad versus good, light versus dark. You know what I mean? Like heroic shit. There's a nitty gritty to this universe, and that's what 1313 was gonna show. Bounty hunting, you know, Coruscant, gonna be in like the lower levels of Coruscant because mm-hmm. the entire planet's a city. Like, th- there's it, there's a dark side to this to this universe in Star Wars that is that can be played on in an in almost like a dystopia sort of rim dark universe. You know what I mean? Yeah. That can make the game not so kid friendly, but like. Put some realism and gore to it. Make make a make you make you be able to play an RPG style like Skyrim, but like you know, what I mean, like Skyrim's a little gory, but like it a little bit more realistic and like graphic graphical to this time. And you can you can start off with a character where you can be like, yeah, if I want to be a Jedi, I can be a Jedi, or I can be a Sith, or I can just be a lightsaber wielding bounty hunter you know what i mean like or you find a lightsaber and Ooh. you're able to sell it on the black market or do you're you, able to do you remember yeah. um knights of the old republic yeah i was just looking at the fact that they uh i was about to mention that they never released on uh knights of the old republic number three but yeah knights of the old republic i found was really like that like there you go on some planets that were very like much poverty ridden and it was very dark and you yes don't, exactly yeah. story not it's story it's tied into the star wars universe so tightly to like the old like old republic old school star wars universe like and they don't have to have it over public area there's so many eras you can use in this universe that like they just and you know what i know what the new game i have to admit it looked amazing i want to get it uh 
and it's been taking everything I have right now not to spend the money on it at the moment. Yeah. I know I shouldn't, but and it looks like it's in a, a good time. Or like uh, the the timeline for Star Wars, it looks like it would be very interesting to play. Uh, it's just that I want something more dark. I want something more. Yeah. You know what the graphics on the look like the the well the, the new game is is yeah. I think right after Order sixty six you're uh, yeah yeah you're, yeah you're playing as a young Jedi a Padawan yeah like, a Padawan that just, was able to escape and survive yeah. so I just I want I want you to be able to play as something else. I want to have more character like I yeah it would be cool to play as a Jedi but I'm sort of sick sick of that whole light dark blah 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 I want an RPG where it doesn't You're... even have to be open world, but it, if it is open world, that would be even cooler. Oh, one of what that really reminds a me of linear storyline. One of what that reminds me of. Remember the online RPG Star Wars game you and I Galaxy. used to play, or Star Wars Knights of the Republic? No, it, it, it maybe I don't know because I remember you don't start off as like a Jedi, like. I think you can choose to either be like a bounty hunter or you can choose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Star Wars Knights of the Republic MMO. Uh, uh, yeah, another thing that went to shit. Uh, no but that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. It was that. fun for the time until they started making it pay to play. Yeah. Like, uh, and free to play. And it was free to play right after. Like, I think it literally, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, don't, don't quote me on anything that I'm saying because I'm all fucking worked up about this now. But. It's like you buy the game, you play it, and then it doesn't live up to the hype. They didn't come up with updates fast enough, so the player base sort of eh, lost its momentum yeah. because yeah. it looked good. And then all of a sudden, because of that momentum loss, a few months later to a year later, they're like, oh, it's free to play now. Okay, why did I spend so much money to buy this game when it first came out? Yeah, To support you guys to go ahead and make it free to play, and now it's pay to win sort of in a way you know what i mean like oh the, yeah you you had to buy it's not all like that but it seems like they're you know i i just hate that it's just money grabbing there's no true video games mmos all that stuff is meant to bring people together in these games to play as a group and you go through grinding but like as a group and you go through hard bosses that you need to beat to be able to get certain items then to go ahead and fight bigger bosses and bigger areas that's the way world of warcraft was it you know it it has veered away from that with the new the new world of warcraft like the retail and know what don't even don't even with that i i stopped after after wrath of the lich king to be honest and I've only come back because of vanilla, and I've felt that feeling again because of vanilla. Yeah, I do have to uh, say there's a and, huge and surge. Been... Everyone kind of got back into it because they went back to the roots. I think Blizzard realized they fucked up with all these DLCs and yeah, it, they yeah all these not all these DLCs expansions, expansions but yeah. And to be honest, it's it, they were they're good for the people that really enjoy that stuff. To be honest, they lost me after like Lich King Cataclysm time. You know, I started getting into it right after I, Vanilla. I liked it around crazy. Lich King. I played Cataclysm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I found as soon as Cataclysm came out and, like, the map got all fucked, like, that's where I was, like, I, I just kind of, like, it lost my interest. There was, there was a lot to that, and it, it, there's a whole bunch of details to it and a whole bunch of things about it. And, like, Corbin and Brady would be amazing people to talk to in that regard because Brady, like, loses his shit and, like, fights against Corbin on certain details and... Corbin likes to hold his own. It's hilarious. When well, I if try you guys, to, like, I if, if any of the viewers has have interest in in having a conversation, a little more of an in depth conversation about uh, like MMOs, especially like Blizzard, um, I'm sure that 
Brady and Corbin would be fine uh, hopping on the podcast and doing a oh, small no, segment. I, with I know you. they definitely would. I know they definitely would, and it would be mainly them talking because they Corbin knows the lore, Brady knows the lore in and out for craft anything like that. They don't know much about any other MMOs. Like Ashley Corbin plays the Final Fantasy one. Brady plays has played Guild Wars, and I played Guild Wars. Guild Wars is good. Guild Wars was good, and it still is good. Yeah, Definitely play that. Problem is, nowadays, there's no push towards MMOs when it used to be a huge thing. Like, everybody loves playing single-player games it's, and RPGs. Well, it's, it was the uprising of... That. Yeah. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you're like, you mean I can play this amazing type of in-the-universe I like with my friends? You know what I mean? Do we, like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. That's when Knights of the Old Republic Online came out. And then I we did that. We played it. It was good. And then it just, there was a lot of bugs. There was a lot of stuff that needed to be worked out. And then they just took a scapegoat. Well, what ended up and happening They tried was... to come back from it a little bit, but like I recently re-downloaded it, tried to get into it. And I don't know if it's just my personal opinion, but like I got into like to it for a second and I'm just like, I can't do this. I, I'm done with this. I, I need something more. Star Wars is all like about, like in the movies, about hope and light and dark and yeah that's awesome that's great for when you're a fucking kid but when you're an adult make an adult version of star wars make something more rim dark well I, don't you think they're doing that with mandalorian yeah they are it's not it's not to the level i would like but it's still really good like you gotta think mandalorians like mandalorians if you read into the culture and into the universe for star wars mandalorians are a warrior warmongering culture that that thrive off battle and gear like in fighting and trophies and 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 they're feared they're feared they're an ancient culture from an ancient planet and not only that but universe like galaxy expanding there was crusades of them the neo neo crusaders of of mandalorians and it's just so rich and deep and 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 hardcore in a way of the yeah. way they are like yeah. that they could have they they're doing great work with it because they're trying to appeal to the masses mm-hmm. in regards to this and not make it so but if they made it to the like the extent that they could make it it's <laughs> yeah well i'm really oh, hoping like, they come up with a movie and maybe and maybe they can come out with an r-rated like i hope they come up with a good game i want a game that's like hardcore as hell where maybe you, you can be a mandalorian sure be a yeah. mando yeah. And you don't have to be. And I'm sorry, like no offense to anybody that like 1313 was gonna come out. You're gonna play as a young Boba Fett. Yeah, that would have been cool. In my mind, Boba Fett's not a true Mandalorian. Don't don't freak out at me. Uh, Mandalorians are a culture. They're a culture. It's not a race of people. Mainly, the race is 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 human, but it's it's a culture. And the Fets didn't really live up to that culture because they were they they undermined a lot of things and a lot of ideals at the Mandalorian. And they in. and they didn't understand yeah. this is the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But just there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of talk about that and this isn't a Star Wars podcast, so but regardless, I just wanted to bring up something that has made me salty for the past seven years, which has spiraled into this long conversation about MMOs back to Star Wars and now this so well no it's all interesting i i agree i'm i'm really sick of the whole like don't get me wrong i I love battle royales i love PUBG when it came out like it was it was a lot of fun um with it coming off of arma but 
like it's overplayed they they're beating a dead horse now and it's just bred a culture of just like like must be number one must play a battle royale and like must like just grind out matches and that just gets so repetitive and for gamers like us i remember when mmos were a big thing like do you do you remember runescape like runescape was huge and then you moved and then like when kids started getting a little more money they like would jump to world of warcraft and other games and like the idea of hopping into a massive multiplayer world and com- completing quests and dungeons with friends was like the way to game and now it's just like you want to hop on fortnite and get a victory royale (laughs) like it's to me it's it's just made people almost like dumber in the sense of like okay i'm just gonna play why do you matches over and over again why do you think classic is doing so well right now well like exactly the biggest comebacks i've ever seen where like blizzard literally listened to everything everybody had to say like what the community Mm-hmm. had to say about what they wanted and they're like <sighs> okay fine yeah we'll roll everything back. because they because because they were like you know i i guess they're right like look there's all these servers that pe- like these that these other companies are hosting yeah well there's a ton of there's ton of vanilla servers yeah. our game vanilla servers yeah. and i played on one of those vanilla servers i have to i have to admit when i wanted my world of warcraft fix but i didn't want to play retail I wanted my MMO fix. I go straight to World of Warcraft. I know, I know, but it's a great. They 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 really play off on the story. The stories of that game is amazing. It's amazing, and and vanilla was amazing. And then you go to I I just don't they, think they, kids... they, they, they roll it back. Then they roll it back, and you're like, wow, they did it right. Like it's difficult. This game is. I literally haven't played a, a game where instead of I'm just going through and grinding shit. And just like, oh, just click. Oh, yeah, click, 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 moving. Okay, go to this place. Talk to this guy. World of Warcraft retail was like that. And then all of a sudden, they bring back vanilla. And how many times when I was playing with you there, Avery? Well, there's, or like, there's well, On the first sets. podcast, and I was trying to play. And I'm playing as a warrior, like one of the most, like, heal, like, like, have, like, most health, like, to have the most health of one of the classes. And I'm fucking dying. And I'm level what, 15 now or something mm. or 16? Like I'm just I, I obviously haven't been playing much guys. I don't have time. I work a full-time job, but like I'm level 15 or 16, and I'm trying to, and I died three times in the same area trying to just complete a normal fucking quest. Like mm. that's it's difficult. And I had to like try to strategize and play it out, and then other players came by and I I type out like party and they're like yeah invite and then we all three work together to to get that quest done yeah and we all say thanks to each other well and it's, it's all it's all sk- it's all sk- like, it's all skill quests it's our um being able to have your your classes and work together and to raid dungeons and complete those quests it's it's actual strategy in comparison to just a lot of these battle royale games and like one-off games where you just play around around it's instant gratification with those whereas these games require some some patience and requires some essentially like hustle you have to you have to grind you do have to grind out certain quests and you have to get your guy leveled up and you have to get going and you move on further and further and there's a story behind it and there's lore and there's a world and uh, you don't really get that with a lot of these uh, newer games that come out and i'm kind of glad to see that happen again um i'm not a huge mmo player the only mmo is extremely into was runescape but the main reason why i'm not a huge mmo player right now is the fact of i know i'll get addicted to it because i 
and I, I won't get anything done because once I get into something like that, like I'll really play into it. Um, and I don't really have the time anymore being a, being a dad and working a full-time job, even with yourself, you, you just work a full-time job and have like your own hobbies, like the gym and everything else. And you hardly have time for it. Um, it's, it, I already know if if I had the free time and to do it, I would get so wrapped up into it, just like we used to back in the day with RuneScape. And I would, I even got into to World of Warcraft to a point where it was to the point where the expansion packs ruined it for me. But um, I would love to dive back into it. And I know I've I've considered it. And every time you've asked me to dive back into it, my main the first thing I say is I just don't have the time. Like I just I wouldn't between well, editing videos and time now either. Anyways, yeah. It's just like, I'm able to level up a little bit and you know unless i'm like for example corbin who's playing it right now and he has been for the past three fucking days <laughs> it's just like okay i see you played it but like bro fuck, go like, outside I shit i need to do <laughs> and he goes yeah school but school's wind down and that's why he's on like so yeah much well you're, shit, you're getting to the holiday time like i'm I, i'm gonna be having like 10 days off within after um going into next week which i'm extremely excited about um but moving moving on from this because we can talk about this forever um our kind of like highlight topic of the week uh i i wanted to make this one a little quick and short but also kind of vr related so i, I wanted to bring it to your attention because um you don't play as much um obviously you don't play as much as vr as uh, mitch and i because you don't have a one but you have played before but um in the future so if technology improves uh would you dedicate a full room to vr i know some people do it already but i mean a full room to vr to support something like a omnidirectional treadmill that you saw in ready player one where he could like sprint on the treadmill um uh, a, a full room uh, for VR to dedicate yourself towards a haptic suit maybe like those gloves I know certain companies have already started uh, developing its artificial smells so they, I believe they said they could replicate 250 smells and it almost gets like sprayed but it's actually something that um, it's like a small small like little fan that sits on the, the headset but I would love to see a full scale room one would you, in the future, if it got good enough, dedicate something like that? Like a full room uh, in your house? Like a play space? Possibly. It depends on how expensive it is. or no. Yeah, I find that's a, a key point to even right now VR and, and getting the gear is people need... Um, People, people don't want to blow their bank, like, and I completely well, look at, understand. Look at how expensive it is for the headsets themselves, right? Like, then think about... Well, Facebook has done get, a good job making things a little more affordable. A, getting a, like, a running treadmill and fucking haptic gloves. I know, like, the treadmills that are available right now. on the news, and you're going to see videos on YouTube about it, of, like, maybe some millionaire that's able to buy it or something yeah. like that, but otherwise, that's it. There's treadmills right now. There's omnidirectional treadmills right now. They're not perfect. Uh, a lot of people say there's like the tiniest bit of delay in this in the in the way you want to run. It's not perfect like Ready Player One. Um, the company says there's a bit of a learning learning curve, which I'd believe because you need to know your tech and kind of get used to it. Um, before omnidirectional treadmills, I would love to see them get to a point where um, haptic suits are like key. Honestly. I would I think all that stuff is unnecessary. I think the, the way virtual reality is gonna future if it's gonna 
quickly anywhere, it's gonna be it's gonna be like how can I explain this? It's gonna be stuff that you that connects to your mind. It's gonna be like that fallout stuff that I uh I, you're gonna sit in a chair and i think we're still far stuff. away from that like yeah but i'm i think that's gonna be a way of doing it yeah i don't like everybody's gonna be like oh i want to wear this suit then you have to put on go on this treadmill and you have to it's my mind the that type of technology will i think come faster than the other stuff like Wait, that would... I don't know. We're already getting into haptic vests where if you get shot, they pinpoint like specific spots on the vest where you can feel like the vibration or the beat. Like think think of how vivid dreams are and stuff like that, and how much technology and microchips and all this other stuff is like. You can tap advanced. into that. Yeah, it it wouldn't be like put yourself in a dream state, and if you're able to. To be honest, I think it would be you would need to figure out a way to to somehow relay a connection almost like sending the data and the signals from your brain somehow relay that into a computer which then could upload that to like a main like cloud Cyberpunk. server everybody's androids all you got to do is click open the side of your head and then a little just, cylinder just put out. in the sim card <laughs> the, the terminator shit where you know you got to get the skynet chip out and then yeah place it well, I think, uh, like myself, like for the whole VR room, I've already dedicated, honestly, like every time I think about now my office and kind of like my play space, well, right now I'm just in a basement, but I, I make sure I have the space to at the very least have my VR set up because one, I'm a VR content creator and I enjoy playing VR. I love the VR experience. Uh, but two, I would love to see first before an omnidirectional treadmill the haptic suits i i would love to try the tesla um body vest where you you like for instance the music games like beat saber and pistol whip um you can get sub packs for the back where it's bass boosted and you feel the bass of the music pump against your back and apparently it's a really cool experience like it, it really immerses you into the game but then also having the haptic vest where you can feel where the gunshot happens um where i can't remember what i was hearing um someone developed a a haptic vest where it would quite literally create um such a like such a strong intense haptic where you get like almost hurt <laughs> so it to like give you almost like a small like thud of pain so to really immerse you into war games and like if you're getting just lit up um with gunfire you would definitely feel it um I, I would love to try something like that but they're they're also coming out with technology where if you're in a game and it's already out if you're in a game and you walk close to um let's say uh a fire in your vr game they're they they've already come out where you can get external um heaters and coolers where it would simulate the temperature um i would love to see that in a suit um, they're kind of they, they came out with the technology where you can mount it to your headset and it's essentially like a heater on your forehead and I think like down part of your face um, and a cooler um, I would love to see that in a suit like something with haptic X or like the Tesla suits like those body vests um, almost work together to implement that into one full body suit where there's cooling there's heating uh, there's haptics and and those almost like senses 
um, and then incorporate that with the new Haptic X gloves that you're coming out with. So it feels like you're actually grabbing onto something. You're, you're getting pretty close to what you need. The only issue with those gloves are they'll have to figure out a way for local motion. Because right now the controllers, like uh, all controllers pretty much have joysticks or ways to walk around. Um, whereas those gloves won't really have that unless they're going to implement like a joystick somewhere on the glove. So I I, I would love to, to see that come out first before the treadmill. Um, treadmills as it is right now, there's a few prototypes that are out, kind of like in the works. You can purchase them and I believe they're thousands of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> um, and even then very few games support treadmill movement like and that's where it's like it's it's not really worth it right now if it became very if it became cheaper and more accessible to uh the common consumer then i could see it coming out and games actually giving out um support to it there's uh a lot of work where it's not a treadmill but it's um it's a surface where it's like almost like an, a frictionless surface and you put on these frictionless socks and it's a ring that goes around you and kind of hooks to your waist um almost like a like a harness in the sense and you can walk around on that frictionless surface so then you're not looking at powering this like crazy like treadmill you're just kind of walking around on this surface and not going anywhere but apparently because it's like almost shaped like a bowl you're standing in the walking is a little bit funky and you always feel like you're going to slip and fall over. You kind of have to get VR legs for it. Yeah. Break your ankles. <laughs> Honestly, imagine playing a scary game and dropping and just like crushing the thing. I think instead of stepping the stepping motion, they'll have something like magnets on your shoes or some sort of special boots. Like marching. Can, like... No, it's more like sliding your feet. Oh, balls on your, Honestly, you know what? Let's just implement Heelys. Just put yeah, Heelys. Almost like Heelys. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah. Like, still. So, yeah, no, I, I, I think that's uh, interesting to hear that you, you believe we're going to go more the route of, like, implementing it in your mind before we even get to that point. Uh, it would be interesting. Um, I watch, uh, it's an anime called Sword Art Online. A lot of, um, it's a very popular anime and a lot of people who are in vr know about it it's essentially a headset where when you put it on it connects to like i guess like your neural cortex and it turns your you know when your body goes to sleep it almost paralyzes you so you don't hurt yourself in your sleep essentially this headset does that to you um and you're in a vr world where it's very much like ultra realistic um with this headset on so i think that's it's all in your mind like so you're like asleep in a sense um um that's kind of like pushing more towards sword art online and (laughs) being a huge anime fan myself and also on top of that a vr fan i remember when watching that show i'm like why can't this be the reality (laughs) it's very much vr chat oriented but uh yeah i would love to see the future of vr push towards that and give higher immersion and better experiences so that's kind of cool beyond that we'll wrap up uh, the podcast here we're getting to about 55 minutes guys so um i just want to reiterate 
thank you guys so much for all the support you've shown. Uh, this podcast is available on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Podbean, and YouTube. Uh, we do our best to get this out on every Friday or at the very least record Fridays and have it posted for the weekend so you guys can enjoy your weekend and keep updated with us. Uh, if you have any other questions, feel free to reach out to us either on YouTube or you can leave a review and reach out to us through there um and go to itunes i would love to see you guys uh rate and review us if uh you guys rate and review us we'll be sure to give you a shout out in the beginning of the podcast and uh we'll show a little bit of love towards you um Beyond that, go to my YouTube page, Avery Ski, and check out my VR videos. Like I said earlier, I do compilations of funny moments of certain VR games and also kind of showing off um, some newer games that come out. Um, beyond that, Anthony, anything else you want to shout out? You want to shout out your personal Instagram? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, all right, guys. Well, thanks for watching, and... Uh, Have yourself a good weekend. Bye now. See ya.